0: Welcome to episode number 11, where we talk about something really different. Why market crashes are great and why they're necessary. And in this, we're going to cover really a a weird part of this whole blockchain future. And that is the DNA of what Bitcoin, which let's just call it what it is. It's the front runner in expanding blockchain's adoption right? So like the word blockchain isn't a household name yet. Bitcoin is. And Bitcoin right now is the number one use case and the most popular version of blockchain. So we're going to look at how Bitcoin lives and dies and grows and hibernates. And all of this is going to be within this episode called Why Market Crashes Are Great and Necessary. And what I'd like to cover is something that might come off as controversial or provocative. But ultimately, it's that all markets have patterns. And the whole idea to getting behind the market and involved in the market is to recognize those patterns. We're humans. We are pattern recognizers. We are meaning-making machines. And inside of making that meaning, we have a lot of different markets pre-2009 that looked very similar. S&P 500, Dow Jones. We looked at commodities, whether it's gold metal, or oil. They all look pretty similar. They go up, they come down, a couple years worth of a cycle, maybe in an eight to 10 year bull cycle slash two to three, four year bear cycle. And these, these market patterns look quite familiar until 2009. Where something came around and it was the first use case of blockchain called Bitcoin, and Bitcoin started to look different. It went from like 0.00001 to one cent, which, if you really look and do the math, is a massive, massive gain in of itself. And then it went from one cent to a dollar, and that's a massive gain in of itself. That's a hundred x move, and then it corrected and from one dollar went to thirty dollars. And that's a massive move of 30X. From $30 went to a couple hundred dollars. And that's a 10X move worthy of noticing. But as you notice with the eight bull runs of Bitcoin, remember, we're using Bitcoin as a substitute for the propagation of blockchain. There were seven crashes. And this eighth bull market that we're currently in right now in the middle of July, 2019, peak of the summer, we are in a massive bull market. The bull market is not a slowly evolving, organic bull market that you could rely on for years and years and years and ride the trend into the sunset. These bull markets are violent. They are almost always hyperbolic or parabolic. And they are intense until they're not. And when your investment curve, when your yield curve is straight up, the only thing that can happen within physics and nature is that the recovery or the slowdown or the bear market that will ensue is going to be followed by something that is straight down. And when you look at the DNA of the previous bull runs, they usually have been 100X, 30X, 10X, 8X, 4X, followed by an 80 to 95% reduction in that previous high. It's the nature of this beast. This beast called Bitcoin goes up by an amount and at a rate that we're unfamiliar with when compared to normal markets, pre-2009 markets. And so this pattern has been vilified. It has been regarded as bubbly. Tulips come to mind. Every person that talks about Bitcoin mentions tulips, pretty much. Once they start doing a little bit of research, the first thing they do is they talk about the Dutch tulip bubble. Or they talk about silver or Beanie Babies, whatever bubble favorite that they have. But when you look at the DNA of this monster, it's not that it's a bubble. It's that it looks much different because it was designed mathematically to be much different. And this market looks different because the people are the ones that have access to it, not the institutions. Whereas institutions have regulation and mechanisms which would never allow it to have these kinds of volatile moves up and volatile moves down, this market is decentralized and able to be moved into and out of by people like me and you. And this hasn't happened for many hundreds of years. And because of that desire for sound money and decentralization, some of the other benefits that may not be as apparent to some people, that Bitcoin and blockchain provide, we ebb and flow into our desire for this. And yes, you can tell me and I will agree with you that this is all purely speculative. 95% of it is, I won't doubt you on that. And so when we look at the DNA of Bitcoin slash blockchain, the need is there. The desire for humans to have sound money is there. I look at Argentina, I look at Iran, I look at Syria, I look at North Korea, I look at China. I look at countries that are really having political episodes right now that currently test the will of the people to leave their money in the denominations of their country. And I look at that and think to myself, hard assets. That's the only thing that can protect these people. And guess what? In Argentina, it might be tough to buy yourself 14 ounces of gold to store a quarter million dollars worth of family precious savings. But everybody in the house has a computer and if the internet's on, well guess what? You could probably access some Bitcoin. And so the utility is there for Bitcoin and blockchain and that's one of the key reasons why when Bitcoin fuels up in a rally, it draws in speculators, speculators that are looking to stabilize their finances and possibly even grow their wealth because in their country, in their current conditions, it's not allowed. And so the thesis at the beginning of this podcast was that market crashes are great and that they're important. And the reason I say they're great is because it furthers the truth that Bitcoin and blockchain are growing at such a rate That when they crash, it looks spectacular, it looks ugly, it looks like something that's going to be reported on every news channel, the death of Bitcoin, a death of blockchain, but ultimately, it's never not. In the last 10 years that Bitcoin's been around, it is the number one performing asset class by far in the world, even with all of the seven crashes built in, and I would argue to say that the eighth one is currently happening right now, but we're currently in an uptrend within that that bear cycle, so... We'll leave that at that. Um, Only time will prove that. And and, and so the, the reason for these speculative waves and bubbles is because more and more people are catching on to the fact that this could really help them in their situation. And when that up cycle happens and the down cycle happens right after, it clears out those speculators and still leaves us at a higher low than what we previously were. And that to me is a compression of what a true bull market over time looks like. You get higher highs and higher lows. Doesn't matter the time frame. Ongoingly, that's the pattern. You're in a bull market. Whether that happens over 10 years, like the Dow Jones and the S&P 500, or whether that happens in a span of 10 months, like Bitcoin and blockchain. Even if it happens in 10 weeks, like Bitcoin and blockchain, it's still a bull market. And my premise is, The crashes are great because they speed up the adoption of Bitcoin and blockchain. So what if you didn't know how to run the market and you got in at 20,000 Bitcoin and you got your soul crushed? That's part of the deal. If you didn't know and you got in, well, that's Darwinism. You got crushed by the financial market called Bitcoin. But overall, in its totality, remove that one individual's interest and how it just ruined their future because they speculated in something they didn't know. The overall net benefit to society is that blockchain and Bitcoin are growing at such a fast rate in a compressed algorithm of higher high and higher low that is usually seen over a timeline that's three to five to ten times longer. It's happening so fast and so quick that blockchain has become an inevitability. And that is the real net benefit to society. This is happening so fast. And irregardless, sorry, irrespective or regardless of its effect on your individual finances, this thing is so necessary that it's happening at a speed you and I do not recognize. Unless we actually look at the patterns of the eight bull markets and seven bear markets that have happened in the last 10 years and really study them and find that Bitcoin is no longer growing exponentially like it was at the beginning, at 100x, 30x, 10x, every time that the bull run happens. It's happening at a rate that's smaller and smaller and smaller, and the volatility is getting to be less and less and less, even if you compare it to the Dow and S&P and you think it's not. So I'm going to leave it at that. This podcast has been great to kind of vocalize this and share this with everybody. But I still think market crashes are great and they're necessary. And what we're looking at is the DNA of a beast that is unknown to us when compared to previous markets. And that's just how it is. Welcome to blockchain and Bitcoin. It's unknown until you look at the patterns. Thanks for stopping by. We'll see you on the next podcast.